What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Cole Four Yankees podcast. I'm your host for today's episode, Nick Rosado. You can find me on my multiple Twitter accounts at Respect All Rise, except the S and Respect is the two, and at Rosado underscore Nick. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at Nick Five Bombers. All right, what's up, everyone? Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. My name is Manny. You can find me on Twitter at NYYStan. You can find me on Instagram at Manny.RM. What's up, guys? It's your boy, Chris. You can find me on my Twitter at ChrisLee1515 and on my Instagram at ChrisLee445. Hey, my name is Michael. You can find me on Twitter at YankeeRant28. All right, guys. Um, What's up? Uh, Ever since... Uh, well, since last episode, um, we ended last weekend's Boston series, had a two-game set against Philly, and we've had the first three games of this weekend's Boston series. A lot had gone on, so we're going to start talking with um, the last game of the Boston series from last weekend, uh, which we won 9-2, to correct? Mm-hmm. Um, finally blew them out. Um, I mean, what a game. It was just pretty much us from the beginning. or oh, 9 to 1, actually. Sorry. Um Started scoring started on a Glaber Homer to center, uh, to left center. Uh, Giancarlo ground out, which was nearly a war criminal move, but um, he got through the uh, first before the throw to um, break up the double play. Um, Greg Allen sacrificed fly to make it three nothing. On a Rugi home run to center field, his pimp jobs are unbelievable to make it five nothing. Um, base little walk to uh, Glaber to make it. Uh, six nothing. A base loaded walk to Chris Kins to make it seven nothing, and then the Red Sox started scoring off Lucas Licky, and I think that inning was started by Bryn. Uh, Bryn's got to clean it up, uh, but they ended up scoring one, made it seven one, and then Lamar hit a homer in the ninth inning, and in the ninth uh, two run homer to make it nine to one. It was pretty much next man up's two point oh starting, um, and yeah, nine to one the final to end that series. We won the series two, uh, two taking two out of three that weekend guys what do you think all right so um that series yeah no that that was i was waiting for someone else to pick up the line but all right i guess to go so you know that that's one thing where boston especially you know i think on the pod especially the whole season after we started with uh you know a fuck ton of games against tampa and pretty much sucked in all of them it was all about, all right, well, let, let's just make sure that Boston's first place in the division, not Tampa, because with them, we have time to catch up, you know, and then you go 0-3 against them, then you go 0-3 against them again, and uh, you lose the first game of that set, and you're like, fuck, now we're 0-7, and, you know, the mistakes that we writ on in terms of, um, you know, that the fact that we would be able to leapfrog Boston later on in the season, so it didn't matter if we fell behind right now. That's when we were like, oh, okay, well, you know, this isn't working out. We're 0-7 against them already. So now we're in a deep head-to-head hole versus both of the teams that we were supposed to compete with. So, you know, like, there, there's still a long way to go. Like, at, at time of recording, we're, what, 3-9 and nine against them in total? But that's something that um, is a step in the right direction, especially when you start winning that series and then you can keep, like, building momentum from there. I mean, yeah, it's just like like Nick said, it's just that this has all been next man up. Like we'll talk about the Philly series later, but it was the same thing. And of course, you know, my boy Rugi with the pimp jobs. So 
we love that. It's, you know, it just stinks that, like, like you know, Manny said that we can't be consistent against Boston. Because, like, we took two out of three against them last weekend. Then we swept the Phillies. Once again, we'll get to that later. And then we came into this, ser- this next series and, you know, lose the first two. Then we won today. It's just we can't find a consistency taking on the Red Sox. So, like, we won 9-1 to that one game, but we haven't been able to show that we can do that over and over until we do that. I don't know. We're making the playoffs, of course, but, like, you know, the division hopes continue to go farther and farther away. Well, I'd say that first series is exactly the start you wanted to coming out the all-star break to take two, two out of three from your division rival. Got off to a rough start with the COVID shit, but that 9-1 game was a positive sign, and that ser- that Philly series was put a lot of um, enthusiasm into me about this team. Yeah, I agree. I think I think just that win capping off the series was like kind of a high point. Like, all right, we're got we're about to do this. Obviously, you know, this weekend has told us a little bit differently. You know, kind of told us the same story from the first half of the season when we played Boston. But you know, for for a while there, that nine to one victory left us left us off on a high note, thinking, hey, um, we're gonna do this. Um, but yeah, it was a good ending to that series. Um, we're gonna move on to the next series. Uh, the two games set against Philly, we played them two in Philly earlier in the, in the first half of the season uh we lost both of those so we got payback this time around winning the first two games uh, winning both games first one six to four um pretty much well like we said next man up scoring started in the first game with the reese hoskin homer florial ground out scored greg scored greg allen to tie the game a double by torres scored hoskins to make it two to one tyler way line out to Didi, who made an error trying to get greg double greg allen on at third tie the game at two Greg Allen score on that um if it wasn't clear um a Burke Gardner homer made it three to two a Gary bomb made it four to two and a Stan homer made it five to two um uh Gene Segura RBI single made it five three Florial's first homer in the majors a six three lead and then in the ninth uh Chapman was so weird. It was literally the up, the uppest of ups and the downs of da- the most down of downs. This guy was throwing 100, but in the middle of this, he got three outs. In the middle of all that, he gave up a bomb to McCutcheon. Just so it was honestly a good pitch. It was like kind of painted, but it's just a good, better swing and better play, uh, approach to the plate by McCutcheon. Get, get bound the ball and he he rocked it. Let's be honest here, um, for that for a homer. Uh, and they that was six four in game one, and then in game two, uh, the final there there was six five. I actually went to this game. Um, I have to leave early um, because I have to get my ride back home. But um, started with the first pitch homer off Asher Wojciechowski to Gene Segura on the fir- the first pitch of the game. I swear, I was looking at my phone for one second. I just heard the bat, the ball, the the ball leave the bat, and everyone's just like, oh, and then and then just leaves the yard like in a second. Um, one nothing. Uh, Harper double made it two nothing. Glaber, uh, he's getting hot. Homer made it two to one. A Greg Allen double, uh, he's been big two to two. A Stanton single made it three to two, and and the bottom of the seventh. And then a Rugi two on Homer made it five to two. And then this is where the BS started. Um, Glaber error. Um, we had Justin Wilson actually pitched like decently in this game, but after a Glaber error. Um, and two walks from Britain, we, we brought in Nick Nelson, and this dude literally 
oh my god, he literally almost gave the, the game to them. Um, they he allowed them to tie it because they got a hit off him and two runs scored, and then he a wild pitch allowed the tie run to score, but we got out of that inning, and then we won in the ninth in the bottom of the tenth. We went to extras, um, six five on a Ryan Lamar walk off single, um, or double, whatever you want to say. Um, yeah, so we won both games. What do you guys think about the Philly series? So, like, what I would say is, you know, those were two really enjoyable games to watch. And, you know, once again, with the next man up thing, like, you know, we will shit on uh, Asher Wojciechowski for, uh, you know, giving up a first inning homer, but he was actually pretty decent. Like, I was, I was listening to the game on the radio. I was at work, so I didn't really get to watch it. But from what I've, like, gathered, he was pretty decent. Like, you know, obviously it wasn't good because he only won, like, what, four and two-thirds, four and a third, whatever. And so, like, you know, he wasn't great, but, like, you know, he he got us through the game, and that's what we need. You know, fucking Nick Nelson was ass, so, you know, it doesn't help. And he's still on the roster, right? It was just, it was just uh, Chris Cuban's option. I don't know who was optioned. I know a bunch of them got to get optioned. That's all I know. No, I know Chris has gone after uh, – we'll get to it later, after uh, you know what, but – and I have the amount of unending hate I have for Mr. Rice fucking Crispy is insane. Chill, 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 chill. We're going to get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Right. You interrupted me, Manny. What the hell? <laughs> Man, now, R- Rice Crispy deserves an interruption. Oh, this is oh, going to be great. God. I cannot wait right, to this. Go on. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it's just what the next man up thing. You're going to have the guys who carry us. And then the guys who put in, bring us back down, Nick Nelson. And it just sucks. Cause I was a huge Nick Nelson fan coming into the year because he was phenomenal last year. What's like, I don't remember the stats, but he was lights out of our bullpen last year. And that's why he, he get, keeps getting chances because they saw that light last year. And then this year, he just hasn't had it. Like he was great his first two outings. And then that, it was that game against Tampa where he got uh, curb stopped. I and mean, then he hasn't been the same since. So I, I saw a joke on Twitter where someone said he needs to go back down to double A. I would not be against it. Send him back down to double A bro, and make him go, this go is back a game up we should have lost, bro. They had Brooks Krisky also pitched in this game. They had Justin Wilson, Brooks Krisky, and Nick Nelson pitching, and the Phillies didn't beat us, bro. That's And the Phillies have a good offense, too. That's yeah, the reason the why. The bullpen's bad, though. Bullpen's yeah. Bad. Yeah. Yeah, they faced our bumps. <laughs> And Justin Wilson has Justin Wilson has been turning it around. Well, yeah, I mean, like he he set the bar pretty low, so anything better than his old performance (laughs) um, is better than what we've had. But you know, I I think the Philly series is encouraging because, like, in in large part, it it shows you that you can still win like slugfest sort of games or, or games at least that are expected to be as such. Because it's been like you know. Let, let's not, um, you know, we, we've had all these bullpen implosions that are definitely memorable, you know, uh, the Mets, Minnesota, Houston, the Angels. Like, you've had all these games that are bullpen blowouts with, like, by and large, the consistently, uh, the worst part of this team consistently has been um, the offense. And so that that's from that's really serious is encouraging because, like, you need to demonstrate the fact that you still got it on that front. Agreed. Mike, you got anything? No, I mean, other than the fact that my hatred for 
Brooktrisky, or the fuck you say his name. Why the fuck is he pitching in a fucking divisional game that we need to win in the 10th inning? Was there literally no we'll get one to that. available? Get to that. They were still talking about Philly, but yeah, yeah we're still talking about Philly. We'll get to that. No, no, you know, y'all were talking about the bullpen. Oh yeah, well yeah, in general. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, but, I mean, I mean, fuck. to be fair, like that fucking game, he wouldn't. <laughs> we wouldn't. We wouldn't have had to put in Brooks Rice Crispy if you know we did have, um, you know, Mike Why's King's gone, Cortez is gone, Los. Zanya is gone, who's probably been like the best reliever in the bullpen for the last uh, since the yeah. All Star break, probably. Doesn't he um, lead the American League in more? That's three guys relievers? right there. I don't even know. I don't even know what the stats are. I think, but... I, think I thought, I bro, like, like last year, la- last year in 2019, I think 2019 still made sense because like the bullpen felt locked out. Like somehow last year, we, we had like a top three bullpen in the in the entire league and it just didn't feel like it because like in 2020 the the biggest weakness of the team was inarguably the bullpen like the bullpen sucked ass and it showed that during the the alds so i, I don't even know like how reliable bullpen war is at this point regardless like we got gas too because it was a five game it was five days straight so you couldn't use everyone every day every game at least which sucked oh yeah and like yeah exactly and tampa had like 75 kajillion guys all coming out of the pen at any given point in time. Ready so to throw first they got lucky. Yeah, no, yeah, no. So guys. they got lucky. Like we we talked about this in the past. Twenty twenty was fucking custom built for the Rays, and they still managed to choke the World Series. So I'm not saying. Regardless, yeah. um, I don't know. Like the the bullpen management, like you know, the, the bullpen itself isn't bad. Just that like you you literally got half of your top guys out. Zach Britton is having jitters like almost every game at this point. And that's just when he's not injured. Right. And yeah, no, like I think that just makes like all the rice krispies of the world look even worse. Like this guy, I I have no sympathy for him, but if you take like a 2018 or 2019 Loisa guy, they only put him in with like a five or six run lead. Cause they're like, okay, he's, he's not mature or ready yet to, actually be put in like closed games and shit right and yeah. you know I'm, I'm assuming that if if things went according to plan that's the shit they would have done with uh Krisky this year right like all right we're we're not going to use you when we actually need you you're our mop-up guy at best and uh otherwise we're just going to use you so that we don't have to throw austin fuck oh he's, he's not even on the team anymore we <laughs> so that we don't have to throw freaking uh kyle higashioka out there to pitch all right and yeah, yeah, he he's been he's been pretty much ousted from that role into like having to do things in high leverage because the bullpen can't keep their fucking Achilles tendon together. So yeah, um, so we're gonna move on. Brooks Krisky actually leads us into the next type of conversation. Um, real quick, as I lead into that, the uh, Mariners just took a three a four three lead on the A's, so that's good for us. Um, still a lot of game left in that game, but. Whatever. So we're talking about, about the type in the chat. Yeah, the first three, the first three um games of the Boston of this weekend's four games set in Boston have been completed. Um, we've lost two and won one. Um, sadly. Um, so here we're gonna go game by game for this one. Also, we're gonna talk about the first game first. Um, first game we lost five to four. Uh, which I'm sure we'll have many rants from this one about. Here's how the scoring went: a ground out from Glaber to uh, Bogarts uh, was a fielder's choice. Uh, Gardner scored one nothing. Enrique Hernandez, uh, Kike, 
been a Yankee killer. Uh, sacrifice fly, tied it 1-1. Uh, John Carlos single, made it 2-1. And uh, sacrifice fly from Glitter made it 3-1. Then the ninth. Here we go. This is the this is the one this is the part that lost us the game. I don't I know what Brooks Krisky did and he sucks, but this lost us the game clear. You gotta shut this one down. And I I've said it forever. Chad Green chokes in big situations. I promise you, and I understand, oh, he always chokes in big situations because he pitches in big situations. But this can't happen. There's a reason we go to him. All right. Um, let's see. The two two runners got on and a Kike Hernandez double tied the game. Uh in the tenth inning of, you know fake baseball we scored on a sack fly from Gardy. of course we were going to score four to three and then here's Krisky's night um while pitch moves the runner uh while pitch moved the runner over um another wild pitch scored devers um a wild pitch got a ball four wild pitch got bogarts on and then a wild pitch moved bogarts to second and another one to third and then a sacrifice fly to run for renfro a uh, one in the game so they didn't even win the game with the hit um, he only got one out was a strikeout of J.D. Martinez. But, yeah, uh, Green and Krisky were absolute garbage this game. Thanks a lot. Chad Green, let me list a couple for you. 2017 ALDS Game 2, the Grand Slam, the Lindor. 2019 uh, ALCS Game 4, the three-run homer to Correa when the, when the game was 3-1. to one, Still close. 2019 ALCS Game 6 gave the homer up to Guriel in the first inning to make it 3-0. This year, the third game – in New York against Houston on Altuve's birthday, three-run homer. This year, the third game against Houston in Houston, the walk-off uh, homer, to, a three-run homer to Altuve. And uh, earlier in the season against Boston, he blew one in New York, a uh, uh, game late. He gave a homer to Dalbeck. And then um, this one tonight, oh, well, not tonight, but Friday night when he blew it against Boston. Uh, guys, what are your thoughts on Chad Green blowing this game? Okay. Let me just say one thing. If anyone's blaming Aaron Boone for bringing in Chad Green, you're a dumbass. That's all I have to say. Because it was the once again, it was the right move. It's the same reason why Brooks Krisky was well, why Brooks Krisky was in the Philly game. This game, I don't understand. I guess but, I'm a dumbass, man. Like I, I'm sorry, Rance. No offense, but like they should, they should, they should have been sent to, back who out. Who do you go to? Five, who do you go to? Hindsight, they should have left. Hindsight's twenty twenty, man. Right. Like it, that's that's bro, it. That's the thing. Hindsight's hindsight is twenty twenty. He should have left Sessa in. I mean, well, Green I mean, is supposed I, I see, to be can I, can Green I is supposed to be a top three reliever on your team, and if you're not going to put him in in the ninth inning, then he's clearly not a top three reliever on your team. Yeah, Chris. Thank you. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Like hindsight, we should have left Sessa in, and I, I even tweeted on Twitter like I probably would have left Sessa in, but it was still the right move to go to Green. Who else are you going to go to? Do you want to go to Brooks Christie there? That wouldn't have worked out. No, no, of like, course not. No, have, no, 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 no. I don't think he's saying no. So yeah. I agree with both. I would have no, kept. Saying, I, I'm, I, saying, I, I'm saying it was in between leaving Sessa in or, or putting Green in. I yeah. would have left Sessa in. I would have kept Sessa in too, but I don't think necessarily um, Green is. I don't think necessarily Green was the wrong move. I'm just. I also. But I still would have kept Sessa in, and he. And it's a lose lose scenario for Aaron Boone. You think about it, because here's why. Um, you don't put Green in, and Sessa blows that game. We're all screaming at him, saying, "Why don't you put Chad Green in?" He put Chad Green in, and Chad Green blew the, blew the game, and we're asking, sitting here asking, why don't you leave Sessa in? He only threw, like, five pitches. It's a lose-lose scenario, um, except it shouldn't yeah, be because exactly. Chad, Green, Chad Green can't blow that game. It, no, that, the blame is on, on no one there but Chad Green. Aaron Boone is 100% fucking blameless here. I don't care what anyone says. And I have hated on Boone a lot this season, but this game was absolutely not his fault. He, did, he pushed all the right buttons. 
Chad Green decides to be a war criminal and pitch to the caliber of a Guangdong Tigers pitcher. That is not Aaron Boone's fault. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. It, it, it's it's it's. I wouldn't have done it, but it's it's not the it's not a wrong move. It's not no. a wrong move. It's a move. It's a move that's a it's a fine move in my opinion. And it's Chad. It's Chad Green's fault. It's Chad. You, you can't you can't let two runners Don't. get on. You can't let Kike Hernandez hit a double. You had two outs too. You literally just have to induce a ground ball, a fly ball strike him out literally any any type of out would have been fine yeah he just left the ball down he left the fastball down the dick that's why we lost yeah you could you can the only people you blame this loss on are chad green and brooks krisky anybody else yeah you just mistaken. and brooks krisky had a horrendous 10th inning and i still blame it more on chad green because it should have never gone to the 10th Mm -hmm. it shouldn't have gotten there and like who else do you go to there like green it's not my hatred to my hatred for green in big moments it's probably just enhancing my argument here that it's more his fault than Krisky, but yeah, I mean, he doesn't like, no, he I definitely agree. This. He always does. This. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. Okay, and I get it. I get it. He's always in, he's always in big situations. That's why he's going to blow them, but you're in the big situation because you're expected to get it done. All right. No, but it, it doesn't make sense to say it's more like, I, I absolutely can't stand Krisky, but it's definitely more Chad Green's fault. Let's make a comparison, right? Chad Green is in the ninth with no host runner. Krisky is in the 10th with a ghost run. That's one. Two, Chad Green has a two-run lead. Krisky had a one-run lead. All right? Three, Chad Green is supposedly the third best arm in your bullpen. You know, probably not to fourth mention, at this point. Not to mention he faced the bottom of the order. And that. All yeah. right? Krisky faced and the heart Krisky of the faced, order. Well, it did matter because he threw four fucking well pitches. So yeah. it's not like they got anything to hit. But, yeah, no, but like um, facing like if even if it's not the wild pitches, he probably would have lost it anyway because he's facing their he's he faced he literally faced Devers Devers uh, no not well he didn't face Devers he faced Bogarts um and Martinez and then Martinez and Renfro yeah. which whatever but yeah no yeah um that's 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 exactly like what you're going on about right like Chad Green literally had everything going right for him he had the bottom of the order um. You know, he started with the bases empty. It wasn't even like he had the ghost runner shit to deal with. And he had a two-fucking-run lead. It's not even like a one-run lead where it's like, oh, you know, like, I have to pitch real careful one solo shot and fuck, right? Um, I just don't see how that's on anyone but Chad Green. It, exactly. Like, you know, we can, we've blamed Boom for many – the only thing I can – honestly, I forgot about this. This is the one big thing about the 10th inning for me. The only thing I can blame Boone on – was that he didn't put the four fingers up when uh, Renfro came up to the plate. Yeah. I was begging, begging for him to do that. Yeah, I don't know how you don't do it. that. Krisky wouldn't have gotten a ground ball, but you, oh, no, no, I mean, that's still, you have to try. Yeah, you have to try. try. Because it doesn't hurt you anyway. He yeah. did, they, Ren, Renfro's a fly ball hitter. You, he's not, you're, it's going to be a hard time to get him, especially because Krisky's best pitch is the splitter or second best pitch, whatever the hell it is. So you you got it. Bad. That, I was begging for him to get yeah. that. Now onto a Krisky slander. This dude is so bad. I don't know how he's a major league pitcher. Like, well, he's not anymore. He's in yeah, the minors. No. Yeah, he's in the minors. Dude, how do, you score, how do you allow them to score? How do you allow them to score the tying and winning run without getting a hit? I don't understand. Like, how do you? How are you so bad? And Rob Brantley, I'm no offense, but like, some of those cannot get by, fam, or some of those cannot get away from you. I tweeted this on I, Twitter. Was I, Gary behind the plate? Oh my god, the slander would have been immaculate on him. And no, it's, it's unfortunate. Tweet- it's unfortunate. It was bad. I tweeted, bad pairing. Mm-hmm. I tweeted it out on Twitter that Who it makes you. Who the fuck is Rob Brantley? 
I've seen this guy play for like three games now, and I still don't know what the fuck he's about. I was calling him the goat oh, in spring I... training for a meme, for just as the memes. I was calling him the goat in spring training because he had a home run his first at bat. I remember the Facebook guys were like, call him up. He's better than Sanchez after one home Ooh. run in spring training. We'll talk about it later when we get to the third game, but he made a bunch of really stupid mistakes today. Yeah, but like, it makes you it, it should make you appreciate Gary Sanchez even more seeing Rob Brantley struggle to block a ball. Yeah, and and Krisky is just horrendous. Like I, I don't, don't even want to I don't even want to know what Rob Brantley. Word of God, every <laughs> time I every time I see this guy's name in the fucking lineup tweet, I'm like, I, I, my my mind insta flashes to like Michael Brantley, and I'm like, I just get triggered at that point because I'm like, fuck, we should have signed Michael Brantley. <laughs> But how does that also make you miss Higashioka? One more thing, yeah. Game. Like Chris, I never thought I'd hear you say that you miss Kyle Higashioka. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rant, what you miss about the game? I mean, what did you say? About One him? more thing about this game. Why the fuck is Brett Gardner batting second, dude? Oh my god, I'm the biggest Brett Gardner there fan, you, that's and I went on a rant. Dude, like, it was I bad. even went on a rant about that. How's Brett Gardner? The only like I said this on Twitter, and I never would do this, but the Better. only time. Brett Gardner should be batting above six if, is if you're leading him off. And leading I wouldn't even off. do that. Besides that, get him the hell to the Away sixth from, or below. Yeah. Yeah. Now, bro, I don't know who's worse, Krisky or Nelson, bro. Krisky. Call me Krisky. Bro, Manny. The Nelson, Nelson showed some promise. I've never seen Krisky look good. Bro, Manny, the only person who hates Krisky more than you is Ryan Garcia. By far. He <laughs> hates him so It's so funny. It's so funny how much he hates him. And he has a 21. I don't blame him. He has a 21 ERA. The dude's just not good. He's not a major league baseball player. And thank God we sent him down. This dude's face after blowing the game was like, like dude, whatever, man. All right. On to the next game. Game. Uh, honestly, like, Buddy should just disable his Instagram comments. Like, I hate the guy. But I've been like, the, the, this dude literally has hate speech in his Instagram comments. And, um, you know, These are, like, I, I, I don't I, I think, ago. I, I yeah exactly I think that's crossing the line like I, I definitely don't think that's okay to like you know it's regardless of how bad a guy fucks up like you you don't go on to his like wedding post or anniversary post and be like oh you know I, I hope you get cancer or something but honestly like I have no words for the amount of um vitriol I have against Brooks Krisky as a baseball player I'm yeah. sure you're a great guy buddy Honestly, right, you're back. with all due respect, with all due respect, without offending anyone, and in my personal opinion, that is no doubt um, not representative of actual facts. Sincerely, fuck you. <laughs> all right, on to the second game of the series. Yesterday, all right, scoring started. one nothing. us on a Brett Garner double. Um, a sacrifice fly in the bottom of the fifth from Xander Bogart scored Kike Hernandez. Um, Cole was honestly laboring through like through five. Um, he, he was kind of like, they were making him work a lot, but he was getting out of it. Like he had a hundred mile per hour dot on the corner to get, uh, Bogarts and then struck out, uh, sub, sub, uh, sub, wow. I can't speak right now. Whatever. Um, he, uh, <laughs> struck out subsequently. Yes. I, I don't know why I can say the word. Um, he struck out Devers on the next, in the next at bat on a fastball up swinging. Um, and then Devers got him the next time because after that Bogarts uh, game time sacrifice fly, Bo, uh, Devers got him for a two-run homer over the monster, three to one. Um, we took him out. Cole uh, 
Cortez came in, had a good inning, but then when Devers came back around to bat again, uh, he had a three-run homer to make it six to one. We scored in the ninth off Brandon Workman on an Odor double, but we lost six to two. Cole wasn't even like I don't even think he was that bad. He just had that one inning. He was gassed. I mean, I don't even know what to say. I hate I hate Devers. I can't stand the dude. Like, oh, I I, I have so much hatred for a lot of these Red Sox players. Yeah, I, I just I really hate do. how good he is. I, yeah, exactly. I, 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 he always his all of his at bats. He never gives up. This dude is always just fouling things off. He's never swinging through anything. Like rarely ever. He'll hit, Sometimes he'll hit I just righties, like, Yo, he'll hit lefties. Just, yeah, I'm just like, dude, anybody. give up already. Just give up. Just accept your fate already. And he just doesn't just, do it. It just gets to a point where you just wish they would give the four fingers every time he comes up, or just hit him. Yeah. No. Like enough. Enough, but yeah, he tagged Cole. It's annoying to see the Cole slander, but I don't really blame him. Offense didn't come to play against Eduardo Rodriguez. I mean, they did, and then he came out with a headache, which prayers to him. I hope he's okay, and I know he had the heart problems last year, but I'm going to be honest with you guys. I really hope – I really wish he hadn't gotten the headache in this game because I saying. really wish he would have stayed in the game because we were about to smack him around. But of Either course, way, even if he was great or not, you will hope he stays in the game because, you know, just as a human being. But, like, yeah, of course yeah, we no. won't. He was getting, he was he would have gotten tagged. Yeah, but they put in I don't even know I don't even remember his name, but uh, Philip Valdez. Yeah, and we couldn't do anything. And more importantly, prayers up for Gary Sanchez, even though he's yeah. gonna come back tomorrow. But he got you know, hurt. Get rid but, of those back spasms, buddy. Guys, what are your thoughts on Garrett Cole's start? It was it. I honestly, like, at, at this point, I, I approached the part where I, I really started to hope Garrett Cole is regretting his contract. <laughs> I, 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 well, like, you know, I, I'm honestly just trolling a little bit out here. But, like, I, I can imagine at some point this guy just goes and he's like, fuck, I should have just signed with the Angels to play with Shoei Otani with Mike Trout <laughs> or something. But could have signed with the Dodgers. God. I don't think he wanted to go to the Dodgers. Like I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he could have. I mean, he could have gone to the Marlins. That doesn't mean he wanted to. <laughs> so, yeah. but yeah, no, like he he did fine. It wasn't it wasn't a signature cold TM start, but like that 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 should be more than enough to win the game, especially when who did they have started yesterday? Um, for today's game, you mean? Luis Rodriguez. Montgomery. No. Oh, no, no. Okay. I mean like. The, the game two, who, who are the Red Sox starting? No, oh, who are the Red Sox starting for game E-Rod. two? Yeah, E-Rod. Erod, right? Like, why the fuck aren't we able to, like, you know, hit around Erod, like, this season? Like, we, we smacked his shit in um, the game that, like, this last one at Yankee Stadium. But besides that, like, he is literally everything the Yankees love to feast on in a pitcher. I mean, we right? did smack him around. He just came out. He just came out when he, that headache stuff. It's because yeah, the Yankees okay. don't make sense in there. You said what, Rams? <laughs> the Yankees just don't make sense. Yeah, no, they no for some anybody reason they, they don't hit left-handed pitching as well this year. Like, what are we doing? Or anybody with an eight ERA is just Randy Johnson. That's just how the Yankees have played, dude. It's the really fucking cool. Tanner Holt guy. Hauk. Yeah, nah. This Hauk, bro, bro, that that guy looks like a righty Chris Sale, honestly. Like. Dude. If you if you flip Chris Sale, like if you watch a mirrored video of that guy, if you watch a mirrored video of Chris Sale and you like overlay that shit on Tanner Houck, like that that guy's that guy's gonna be a problem real quick. I just want to point that out. Like 
This kid's a fucking good pitcher. Bro, him and so, what's his name? Who who came from our system? Whitlock. Garrett Whitlock, yeah. Whitlock. Damn it. Whitlock's a reliever, though. Like, yeah. Um, he could be a starter, though, down the stretch, down the line. I'm mean, not down the stretch, like down the line. Years. An opener. Oh, no, yeah. Opener, oh, opener yeah. Pro- probably not a starter, but like opener shit, yeah. Would, yeah, yeah. That, that just like real quick just gave you like a, a touch of nostalgia like 2019 when we had Nestor and um, Chad Green. Green. They were like, they were like the unbeatable opening duel. Like we were like seven and zero in games that were started by Nestor and Chad. Holy shit! I look, he wish Regardless. you would start Chad again. Chad? Uh, yeah. Low. I said low key. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be opposed. Mm. I Honestly, I think so. Opinion. Yeah, like I have an opinion. He needs. He needs to get like no. So Nick, I mean, we've established that he sucks in the clutch. Like, how more unclutch of a situation can you get than a zero zero game? Right. Like. I think he needs to get his head right. He might as well. Um, I mean, but no, I, mean again, I don't. Like, I don't think this is going to be a recurring think, thing. Think about this way. Think about this way. I don't. I think that. I think that what happened in the in this past Boston game is not going to happen again. It'll just. He's not going to continue to do that. He just. He won't do it again until he's like until we're in Game Four of the ALDS against the Astros after we win the wildcard game, and this dude's going to like give up on a, a go ahead homer in Altuve in like extras or something like that. I don't know. Or think about it like this. You have Chad Green open for two innings. Then you go to Nestor or Michael King, one of those two. Then he closes it out with Brittany Chapman. Yeah. That sounds know. good to me. That's using a lot of them, though, in one day, and then you still have the other days to worry about. Like, what if Herman implodes, like, every like he does every, every – Well, day. I so. said, like, uh, uh, it would only be four pitchers because I said either uh, oh, Nestor okay. or uh, yeah. Michael King. Well, yeah, Honestly, a- though, I think I think when you get to the playoffs, you just like you dump half your starters into the bullpen so you can like mix and match whenever the fuck you want. Like, think about it. it over the course of the playoffs, you normally like you usually have three starters, like designated starters, maybe four, right? And assuming we don't buy anyone at the deadline, like even then, you have um Cole, of course, Kluber, Tyone, and Monty, right? Everyone else just dump them in the bullpen and use them whenever it's convenient, right? No Herman starts, no fucking King starts. Just use, like, you know, use your analytics well for once, right? King like, should never them. start again. No, no, can't. definitely not. He can't do it. He can't he, do he's it. not yeah, a starter. No, King, King has, like, 2019 Paxton problems, right? Like, yep. he, he has that first inning jitter bullshit uh, going on. The Paxton the problems on steroids, actually. <laughs> Bruh. No way. Yeah, no, it's – he can't start. I don't know how we haven't learned the lesson after the first two times and they kept doing it, but thank God Nestor's starting now. Or hopefully – I don't know I don't know what the hell the, the like the plan is, but for the for the race series, I think Cole's lined up to start the last game of that series. Nestor should start the other one and then put, pick whoever – I think was Monty lined up for the first game of it's that gonna series? Be, I think it's going to be Monty on Tuesday and then the, the Nestor whatever on yes. Tuesday. Okay, put um, yes. That's, then, that's exactly who you want against them. Um, that's a perfect. That's actually perfect. But yeah, event uh, event call on Thursday. Good. All right. So now we're moving on to the um, third game of the series, which happened today. Um, so here's how the scoring went. Basically, Evaldi had our number as he's had all season for the whole for like the first. Um, what was it? Oh my god. Oh, I just realized he pitched into the eighth inning. Okay, yeah. It was the first seven and two-thirds innings. Evaldi had our number. 
Um, the Red Sox scored on a on the first in the first at bat. Enrique uh, Kike Hernandez hit a triple off of the monster, which Florio. I don't really blame him. He doesn't really play much games in the monster, but he fielded it pretty terribly off the monster. Um, and Odor, one of his two errors on the day, threw it into the stands to allow Hernandez to advance home for the one nothing lead. Uh, pull a pull a Kevin Plowecki double. Scored J.D. Martinez to make it 2-0. And then a, f- a sacrifice five from Matthew Devers made it 3-0. Um, then finally we got to Evaldi in the eighth on a Brett Gardner single with two outs to score Floreal. Floreal was on second after a, after a double he had. Um, then who came up? DJ LeMahieu came up. I don't remember what DJ did, but he got uh, – oh, no, DJ got – did DJ get – no, no, he didn't get out. There's no way he got out. Um, oh, no, I'm stupid. Gardner was batting after DJ. This was another game where Gardner batted second for some reason. Whatever, I guess it worked out today. But um, after Gardner, Giancarlo hit one, one down the line. It bounced in and went to the stands. So he had to, kind of a bad break for us in the moment because Gardner probably would have scored running with two outs. But second and third, down three to one, two outs. Odor, which I thought off the bat had a chance to go out, but good enough. Hit a double off the wall to score both runs. Tyler mm-hmm. Wade had pinch ran for Giancarlo, so – it was three to three, and then Glaber, another dunker into right field, scored Odor on a single for Glaber to give us the four three lead. Chapman closed it out in the ninth, after, and he left the winning run on second with a tie run at third, striking out Hernan- Kike Hernandez, um, to end the game. So we came back. What a what a win! And all of, all of the scoring came off Adam Adovino, except for the first run. But it, it's so satisfying to do this Adovino after you know that ten run inning. He gave up for us last year in Buffalo against the Blue Jays and the first pitch homer to Springer in ALCS game two to let him tie the game. After all the mistakes he's had, and it's it's so great to finally get him because he he's pitched well against us this year. But I'm so happy we got out of you know it was satisfying. What do you guys think of today's game? Can we make a real quick interjection? And Mike Talkman is fucking pitching. For the yeah, Giants. I saw that. Also, <laughs> Oh, the game's shit. over now. Good for it's you. Ten, it was 10-2 Pirates. That's just embarrassing. Damn, they're about to choke. Nah, I mean, our homies, our homies, Oogly and Aaron, are going to be very excited. Honestly, like, if I had a National League team to root for besides the Marlins, um, it'd probably be the Giants because, like, I'll probably be rooting for them on the end outside the bracket. Regardless, uh, back to back to game three of today. <laughs> um, I'm going to watch the game, but, like, I, I think – that these sort of wins, like, they always, um, if, if we're being objective here, they make you feel better about the offense or, like, the defense or whatever than it really is. Um, we got to do something about the fact that, like, there's a specific brand of starters that we just cannot touch, right? Um, the entire uh, hard-throwing with heavy movement sort of guys, like, the Yankee strength is supposed to be, like, discipline and control. And what that means is basically if anyone has good stuff on a given day and he's um, locating it with even, you know, somewhat decent accuracy, you're just going to get shut down, right? Because um, I I think we all know there's a problem with, like, the first pitch strike bullshit. Uh, We've seen it all the time. We're like, why are you looking at 85 down the dick? Or, oh, 90 up in the heart. Like, you're just not doing anything with it. And I think that's something, honestly, like, sure, we won the game today. It was great win comeback win blah 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 but like that that was very revealing with like this entire problem being too passive speaking of starting pitchers 
the unsung hero today was Jamison Tyone. Like, you know, he gave up three runs, even though like, absolutely. he was absolutely unbelievable today. Three, three runs for a starting pitcher is good. You know, if we lost 3 nothing, it would have sucked. But that's not on Tyone. He went seven innings, looked amazing. And he's like two or three starts away two from having his... Mm-hmm. And he's, he's two or three starts away from having his ERA to drop below four. The dude, the dude's been unbelievable. We're we are be, beginning to be able to trust him. Yeah. So, and also, I just looked that the Oakland A's are uh, you know going to be playing the Padres next. So you know, thank big God. W's right there. Uh, not, not like I got a off track, but you know, we we love even though he had two errors today. We love Rugi. He's been big on the offense. He's been good. Oh, my man. shirt. I, I he had two errors uh, today, but he's been good. Like he's not a starter, but he's doing his job. He's a bench bat. He's a bench bat, and he's been clutch for us for us like all season long. And he's a clubhouse guy. Yeah, like, he's know, good for the everybody clubhouse. Everybody hates he, him because he bats two twenty. He, he he's a clubhouse guy. He keeps the guys in it. He doesn't like to lose. Oh, please don't tell me that's a game tying homer. Yeah, it is. Damn it, the A's just tied the game. <laughs> um, uh, that sucks. <laughs> Come on, well, Seattle. Um, anyway, um, so yeah. Uh, so I, I, yeah, I know, I know we won today. I know we won today, so you, you can't really complain about it. But nothing made me like more mad than when DJ into that fucking double play. Oh yeah, in, like the when we had first and second inning. and no one out. But then, but but then he cho- but then he chooses a garbage time do- time to hit a double. Are you fucking kidding me, man? Yeah, no, no. Ninety million dollars. He's six pissing years. me off. He's so aggravating, man. Dude, no, this series, this series, him and Stanton have been absolutely like abysmal, and they're doing their best to try to piss us off, and it's working. And literally, literally, Ryan Garcia tweeted that. And DJ all season long with the double plays, it's been, it's been the worst possible thing that could have happened after signing to this deal. And then this series, Stanton has been non-existent. Like he's had the fucker swing. He's had his hits that like drive in runs. But, like, low-key, those are all backup swings. Like, those are not, like, supposed to be hits. And, like, we always harp on, like, us losing to the backup gods. Like, those are times where we win. And we just have to be honest. Like, that single hit to give us a lead in the second – or was the first or second game? Bro, that's off the end of the bat in the center field. Um, If that hangs up for a little bit longer, that's getting caught. The one he had today is off the end of the bat, and that's a blooper. Um, Other than that, he's his at-bats have been, like, so bad. He's swinging at pitches that – like bounce 50 feet before the plate. Like looking like wow. 2020 Gary. Yeah. No, no, no. He, he honestly looks worse than 2020 Gary. Agreed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like when Stan's hot, he's like in fuego. But when he's cold, this dude couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat, bro. He's he he he's bad. Like he's bad. Like it's to the point where like I'm I, I've defended Stan. Uh, like a like one percent of me wants to be like, bro, it's not worth the hot shrieks for him. Of course it is. But like one part of me just, just thinks it's every now and then like, is it even worth the hot streaks for this guy to be like, like to still have him? Like his cold streaks are extremely cold. And like, this was the wrong time. Yeah. But honestly, honestly, you can say that about Gary. I, I think you can say that Gary and Sin both have that in common. Like their, their mm-hmm. cold streaks are ice, like ice fucking cold. Right. This was just, I and, mean, this is just the worst time for him to do this. Yeah. The only difference is Gary is a lot worse with being streaky than Stanton is. Like Stanton, I think is a tiny bit more consistent than Gary is, but it's not that by that much. Oh yeah, no, I I definitely agree. I think that like it's not about their floors. Like I think both both Stanton and Gary like are pretty garbage once they do slump. 
but it's that Stan does it slightly less often. Like if you take a look at 2018, 2018 was like the one season where like, I don't know, fans seemed to shit on him that entire season, but he was literally like not bad for any stretch yeah. of time. That he had 38 homers and 100 RBI. Yeah, like that. That's that's pretty consistent. Like I'm sure he had like a one or two two bad weeks, but Mike. I said I love that Stanton bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that'd mean, be really be fucking back. useful. He'll be back, but like, this was not the time to be like trash. Like, we need to split. Like, we need to win tomorrow to split the series, and this was not. This was a terrible timing by him. And yeah, like yeah. Stanton's just unlucky with when he gets hot. Like. 2020 playoffs, this guy was carrying the team on his back. No one could pick him up, all right? Then May, uh, I, like, he was he was pretty fucking good, like, May of 2021 this year. Uh, like, just before that, I think that, like, Tiger series in May literally just started the entire, like, free fall of the Yankees, so to speak. But before that, like, I remember the entirety of May, he was just, like, literally going off left and right. He had the – he. He pretty much uh, carried the Washington series and so on and so forth. The Astros. And, and yeah, Astros as well, right? And like it just said it just said his it's it's literally just unlucky. He hasn't been able to like have the hot streaks at the right time. It honestly might be a lack of judge and Gio in the lineup because that's less protection and now they're forced like they don't really have to throw him as much strikes because there's no one really behind him who's worth, you know pitching around him for like if judges in the lineup you can't really pitch to either of them and you kind of have to throw them strikes i don't know we'll see when um uh they get back but i mean yeah you up fast <laughs> yeah and going off of that it's like you know like when Stanton had to carry the yankees in 2018 when judge went on the injured list like at least the team was good Stanton has to like carry carry the yankees right now where he has that mindset where he has he has to be on fire, so he has to swing at everything. He, his mindset right now probably is that I have to hit the ball over the fence because this offense isn't doing shit if I don't do anything. So that's probably his big issue. But he needs to get the. Yeah, ball. I think Stan just gets in his head a lot, like, um, you know, because of where he was in Miami, where he expected to carry, um, the offense, right? And like, even in 2018, like his first year with the Yankees, you know when. Since Judge went out, he was literally carrying the Yankees' offense, and um, like I think, I think, but obviously it's not for us to say like about the way he looks at shit mentally. Like these are all assumptions, but I, I guess it would make sense if that's what's like hindering him at times because he feels like he has to, you know, pop too much into it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he. I just hope he phases it out soon because it'd be nice to it. have him. Yeah, so we're on to our last two segments. On um, first one of the last two, next man up. We have had a couple guys in the last like week since uh, we returned from the All Star break. You know, come up big for us. Uh, Greg Gallen, Esteban Floreal. Um, you know, uh, who else? Lamar. Lamar. Uh, Brantley's been bad. Oh wait, hold on. Before I move on, Rob Brantley, bro. First of all, who was throwing? Who came in after? Um... No, no, no. It was in the ninth inning. Um, whoever was pitching the ninth inning for Boston was throwing terribly. Maybe it was a, one of his at bats. Someone was throwing straight balls, and this dude decides to swing at a pitch like low in the zone when the dude can't throw a strike. I don't know what that was doing. Eventually, he got on base, and then in the ninth inning, when DJ had a deep fly to center field with one out, this dude forgot the amount of outs when we really could have. I mean, it didn't matter in the end, but like 
in high, like at the moment we're like, bro, we need as many runs as possible. This dude runs himself into a double play. You just forgot how many outs there were. Rance, I know you said something earlier about that. You got anything to say? And I Rob Brantley, like honestly, it makes sense. Like 2019 was just a miracle year that everyone that we called up from the minors somehow managed to be good. But I guess like to a degree we should have expected this. Rob Brantley wasn't even starting in fucking triple A. Like Chirinos was just, he was a backup catcher in triple A. That's like realize for a second the magnitude of how bad this dude must be if he doesn't even get to start at AAA, right? And now we're paying him to, you know, play against the fucking Boston Red Sox. So he's oh, he's God. a failure like at the major league level, but then again, that's not his capability. He was he was he wasn't hired to be a major league player to begin with. All right. And the other ones, like, there's nothing you can complain. Lamar has been good. Greg Allen has been a god. We're building his plaque in Monument Park as we speak. And, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I think next man up this year has been a success as well. Yeah, he's been uh, – we've had – Greg Allen kind of cooled off during this Boston series, but he's been pretty good. Floreal has had a good impact. They've both been speedy and getting on base, you know, at a high clip. Today, Floreal had a great game, actually. Yeah, and um, single hustle single, which he slid head first in the first base four to beat out the throw from the second baseman Kike Hernandez, and then he had a double, which started the rally because then he would be driven in by Gardner for the first run. Um, I think we've talked about we talked about this off the pod, but I think when it comes to we're going to talk about the trade deadline coming up. But if we only acquire one outfielder. I think that left field, if we're not going to put Stan out there, we're going to have the same setup with Floyd at first and Stan DHing. That what we should do is just let Greg Allen and when Clint Frazier comes back and Esteban Floreal all just like literally just fight it out, fight it out for the left field spot. And whoever is hot and right at the right when we get into October, granted we make it there, should be the starting left fielder when the time comes. I say we just keep rolling with Floreal out there. You think so? Yeah, I really like his swing. He is a higher ceiling than Greg Allen. Greg Allen's pulled off way more. Well, yeah, I mean, like the guys, the guys not meant to be. It's been two. uh, It's been two series, so. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Plus, it's it's not like he's uh, he he's he doesn't have the prospect hype that Floreal does. Like he he's a. He, he was supposed to be like a fourth outfielder person, so yeah, I agree. All right, so, sorry, Chris. Yeah. Keep, um, Ask any Cleveland Guardians fan, going to call him that now, because I have to get used to it. Uh, they'll tell you that Greg Allen is one of the worst hitters in the league. So, you know, the, the hype isn't going to last long unless, you know, he's just 2021 Gio Urshela, which All ironically, right. he also came from Cleveland. So, you know. Yeah, I think um... – I think I, – I mean, personally, I'd rather go Floreal too, but I'm only go, going based on that because of my preference on, like, who I've known longer and I believe in. But if he's not hitting well at the time, then obviously don't go with him. But I'm hoping hoping everything goes well for Floreal to start. Um, if we're not going to acquire, you know, enough guys to fill it out, if we have an opening there, then I hope come posting time we can start Floreal and left. Um, but, oh, and Andujar. Andujar is going to fight for that spot too. We forgot about him. But um, yeah. So that's next man up 2.0, and now to the final segment, the trade deadline.
pretty much everyone can just give their rant on what they want or how the franchise better make some moves. Um, coming up on July 31st, um, we've been reporting reports that we've been checking in on Gallo, checking in on Marte, checking in on Story. Scherzer just became available, uh, which is very unlikely. Ramirez, who is even more unlikely, just became available probably. But um, three guys we've probably been looking at, Gallo, Story, and Marte. Um, yeah, I mean, Brian Cashman, you got to make a move. If how, first of all, how Steinbrenner, you better give him the go. Um, the green light should be there. We're right now as the A's and Seattle Mariners play four games out. If the Mariners win, then we're going to be three and a half out of a second wildcard spot. We're currently seven out of the division, which I feel like everyone feels like most, I feel like a good portion of us believe the division's like probably over with, but um, I, the second wildcard is a hundred percent still there. Um, yeah. Uh, great. Thank you. JP Coffin for going to double play. Um, Anyway, yeah, um, uh, we you got to give him the green light, and it, when he does, Cashman, there's no excuse. There needs to be roster moves made. You get Marte to play center field, cool. You get Gallo play center field, cool. You you get Marte and Gallo play center and left, cool. You get Gallo to play center field, and you get one of them, Gallo or Marte, play center, and then you get Trevor Story to play short and force Stan to play left and move Luke to DH and move around that field. Cool. There's got to be some done. Get a pitcher, whether it's a starter or reliever, because the relief, relief is getting thin and they're getting worked and starting maybe one more, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess that they're going to just say that Kluber and Severino were basically like trade deadline acquisitions. I know you hate that, that uh, statement rants because you've heard, we've heard it before. Um, but uh, I mean, I would love Max Scherzer. Everyone says it's not going to happen. I would give so much up for Max Scherzer. It's unbelievable. I want him so bad. Like it's unbelievable how bad I want him. Oh, if the, if he if he goes to Mingus, if he no no he won't cost Hell, me the Mingus, no. though. He won't cost the Mingus. He's he's only here for the rest of the year, and well, we'll sign him to extension. But that's none of that's none of Washington's business. But like, and and that's the other thing. I don't think we we should trade for Scherzer. Because, like, once again, he's going to be a free agent next year. We Probably the team that trades for him anyway, probably going to extend him. But there is a shot that we could get him this offseason. So, I mean, you know, yeah, but yeah, when he goes My problem is when he goes to Houston and then we lose to them again because we didn't get him. Like, every I don't think he's time. going to go to Houston. I don't think he's Bird, going to. Houston has no farm. Yeah, that's, that's the kind of vibe I'm getting. I'm getting. Yeah, no, but Houston, Houston had a farm back then. Houston doesn't have a farm anymore. I mean, I don't know. They, they had a farm, but like, if they give up their top prospects, I know they ain't scared because it's 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 less of a risk. It's more it's less of a risk for them because they're they've pretty much got division in hand. We have wild card, so we're on on as much as all of us think we should we should we should buy. We're more on the on the what is it called cusp or more on the corner of buy or sell, which we're obviously like I said we're moving more towards buy, but. It's easier for us. I really think it's more of buy or do nothing. Yeah. Yeah, but not selling. Yeah. Well, I don't think we're going to sell either. But, like, my thing is, like, they're more – Houston's a lot more likely to get him if – because they have they have a lot more to look forward to in, in October because they're pretty much guaranteed it. Like, they're not going to choke away the playoff spot. They're just not going to. They're going to be there. Um, mm-hmm. They – whereas we're currently not in one and we're not guaranteed 
see one, especially with seeing how we've played, you know, over the course of the season with our cold and hot stretches. We need to heat up and heat up for good. But um, Houston, they don't really – like, we're, we've been talk to, talking about all season, like, who would we give up? Like, we're not going to mortgage our – we're gonna, we don't want to give up a lot of our future for something that might not work this season, whereas the Astros are 100% right now in a playoff spot, and I don't think they give a damn about their future right now because a lot of their guys are going to be free agents coming up in a couple of years, and they don't have much time left, so they'd probably go for a Scherzer trade. And if they get him, like, that's a name I've already seen around him. Like, him, the Blue Jays have been named around Scherzer. Um, I doubt the Red Sox would go for him. Um, the Dodgers, but the, we don't have to worry about the Dodgers right now. They're in the National League, but I've seen, I believe it or not, I've seen the Rays a little bit around her. Like, those are teams we can't have him go to. And I want, like, my, my thing is, there's no excuse. Anyone but Jason, and you can get a Scherzer and a Marte, whatever. Just, it's ridiculous to me how there's any excuse for us to not make moves, especially when we're in the middle of a window, but I mean, that's why I want him. I, I want him because he helps us, and he also stops, also stops other teams from making the move. Because you know, it's every team, every team we like have to go through ends up making a move that we didn't make, and um, we end up losing them. I know we've talked about it before, but Verlander in 2017, yeah. Evaldi in 2018, uh. 2019 Cole, but that was the year before they had him already for a year before that. And he probably isn't as good if he comes to us rather than if he went to Houston because Houston's what made him, you know, elite. But still, the point being that that acquisition put them over the top, ending up in 2019. And then 2020, not really acquisition made. The Rays were just built for that. But yeah, I mean, I don't want to be in that situation again where the team we end up losing to has the bad acquisition and we don't. No, I, I, if, if, in my personal opinion, what I've read, I don't really think Houston would get Scherzer. I think they're more in the bullpen market because their bullpen's been their big issue. But I am definitely worried about, like, you know, like you said, Tampa going after one of those big guys and all that stuff. We, we need to make a move. Like, I'm telling you, Cashman should feel like his, like his job probably isn't on the line. But he should probably feel like it because the fan base is going to be chanting for his ass if they don't trade for somebody, just anybody. You got to make moves, like we said, like we've talked about before we started recording. Get Trevor Story, get Gal, get a pitcher. You, they're at least going to get a pitcher. I'm pretty confident in that whether that be, you know, a, a starter or a bullpen arm, they're going to get a pitcher. It's just, are they going to make? Are they going to man up and not be a pussy and freaking make a move for? a, you know, Gallo or Marte or a story, which they better. Yeah. Manny, Rance, thoughts? Um, Honestly, I don't know what has been said about the trade deadline. Like, this is a topic that has become, I think, one of the common refrains on our – for our discussion. I just think that, um, honestly – I my only concern is that they make a move that's a little too short sighted, right? Like story would be good this year, sure. But then, you know, he might not be worth it later on in the future because the infield, like there's Oswald Peraza, there's Roderick Arias who are gonna sign soon, uh Volpe's coming up, uh, so on and so forth. And you know, you don't wanna you don't wanna overload a position that you've already got good talent in. 
And then the outfield, similar to like outfield is somewhere where you could use like the only people I know that are coming up that are on the up and up the outfield are Florial and Dominguez. And Dominguez, like if you get a Gallo that gives you the liberty to keep him in the minors for like a year or two more and just like get him absolutely ready. So I, I don't I don't have much to say on this topic that hasn't already been said by you both, except the fact that like they need they need to the approach this long term, and I'm sure they are. But let's just not do something that is immediate um, because, honestly, like, I don't think it'd be wrong to say that this isn't exactly the best Yankee team we've had in, like, recent years. Probably uh, next year's team is going to be better. Last year's team, last and last year, last year's team into the 2019 team was probably, you know, performing better, even though they weren't better on paper. So I don't think you, like, you know, dump the entire jackpot on this year's squad specifically. Although I'm not saying they're not good, they're definitely a piece or two away. But I think you have to keep the future in mind, obviously. I'm just saying if they if they decide to get whether they get someone or not, decides if they're all in for this year or not. If they get somebody, then yes, they're going to go for it. If they don't, then I guess they're saying, I guess we'll try again in 2022. That's unacceptable yeah. to me, bro. I'm sorry. Like I'm, I'm I agree with you. Like uh, that that would be unacceptable to me. Like I do not care if the division is not in reach. You make the we we've talked about this before. The playoffs are literally a matter of who's hot and who's not. We get the into the Walker game and we win that, then it's literally up for grabs. Like you're in the same position as everyone else in the division series. Just 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 you just have to be hot at the right time. You never know what could happen. Like I, there's no excuse for me. Like it's we're supposed to win where the New York Yankees that's been the goal every year. This franchise has been in existence. It's going to be continue to be the goal. Um, it would be severely disappointing if in a Garrett Cole contract in a year where we have Garrett Cole on their contract, they're not going for it. Um, I don't know, man. Um, I agree with me. I, mean, I, I don't know, man. Well, sorry. No, you're good. You're good to go. Well, I don't know, man. Like, uh, with how fucking bad this year has gone at some points, what's the point of wasting your really good prospects on trades for – I know you don't like me hearing me say it, but it could be just a lost fucking year for this fucking team. I mean, I wouldn't say – I wouldn't say wasting prospects because, like like Manny said, like we have – we're going to sign with Derek Arias, which not a lot of people know about, and Volpe. We have Volpe and Praza. Like why, why would we have three shortstops in the system for – and we still have Glaber. Like, and we just yeah, we just I, drafted I a shortstop. We just drafted a shortstop. Oh, so yeah, Sweeney. Sweeney. Like, like we have that's like four right there in the system. If you if you're counting areas, like I wouldn't say we're wasting like we're putting all our chips in. Like, if you're gonna trade one of them, like, because we then you at that point you still have three of them in the system because they're not all gonna be here. They're not. They're just not all. They can't all play shortstop and they can't all play second because we still have DJ for five more years. Um, and although he's probably he's probably going to end up like relegated. I mean, regardless, that's still two guys. I mean, they're not all going to they're not all they're just not all going to be Yankees in the future. Like some of them are going to be traded, and I don't know how you're waiting for from the traded, but like, and their value's high right now. Like, we see Volpe's like tearing up in the minors. What happens when next year he's garbage in the minors and you can't use him for a big piece? I don't know. I mean, I, I see what you're saying. Like, why would they give up a bunch of stuff for something that might not work? But, like, every year should be a year going for it. It's kind of stupid to me. 
I know. We'll I, see on the 31st. Yeah. I mean, I hope it doesn't take that long because it's been ridiculous. We talked about it before the, we started recording that they keep pushing back like the, the criteria for like when they're going to make a trade, like, oh, we're going to use this week for trades. And now we're seeing, now we're hearing it's going to be this week they're going to use. Like, what, like, what's the actual decision? When's the decision going to come? Like, are we trading for anyone or not? Like, I sincerely hope they don't. If they win them, to, if they, what do you think? If they win tomorrow, they're going to go get somebody. If they don't, they're just going to stay with what they got. That's tough. Because her I don't necessarily up. agree with that. If they lost tomorrow and lost two out of three from Tampa Bay, then they're going to stay with the same team. That I agree with. Um, if they win tomorrow, is the ride or die. If they win tomorrow, I don't think it's a ride or die if we lose. I don't think it's a ride or die if we lose. If we win, then they're going to make moves. If we lose, they're still going to wait to decide. Exactly. I think that. Yeah, but how how much longer? How much longer do they have? Yeah, they have a week. Like they literally have a week. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And and then at that point, no. See, that's that's what that's that's what I'm saying. Like you're in a bad situation. If we win tomorrow, they got to make the moves. Like on Monday. If they lose and they want to wait for the Tampa Bay series and they win two out of three and then you decide, yeah, let's go, then the series ends on the 29th. And then you're like, everyone knows like that the closer it gets to the deadline, the less of a chance you have of, I don't say fleecing, but giving up less because then that's when everyone's giving their best offers. And it's more about, okay, this, this team told me they'll give me this. How can you match that? And it's everyone in a rush to get that player. And then you're just making mistakes, like, at the last minute. Yeah, and also, like, there's also the – sorry, I lost train of thought. What were we going on about? Uh, Nick, you can see me. Oh, yeah. So, well, pretty much going on anyone. And I'll just add to what I was saying. Add one thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just remembered. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the added part about, like, the trades now is that the Yankees have pressure because, like, the Twins just added uh, Boomstick, Nelson Cruz. And Rays, now it's Rays. like, all right, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, he, the the Rays got them from Twins, sorry, yeah. Rainfart. Um, but that's that that's that's one thing that they have to consider. Like, okay, now now we the ball's in our court. You know, even if we consider our primary opposition to be Boston, like one of the top three teams in the division's done something. Now we and, and and you know they they're ahead of us. They had the luxury to not do something, but they did. And now now it's even more a pressing need for us to do something. Yeah. I mean, I know I think I speak for all of us when I think we'd rather get a starter. I mean, not starter. Okay, sorry. I didn't speak for all of us when I said that. I don't, I, I, I said I wanted Scherzer, but I, I want an outfielder more. Um, I think I speak for all of us when I say we want an outfielder more, but I'm not going to obviously turn down getting Trevor Story if that's the case. And if he's the only one we make, then obviously we all accept it because he's a talent and we adding talent. You never complain about adding talent to the roster. But that being said, get Gallo or Starling Marte if you can. I think it's there's it's we we'll never know what's going through their head until it, it actually it happens or doesn't happen. Um, there's a week left. Uh, we're playing one more against Boston and at the and pretty we're playing the two first place teams because they're tied at the moment right now. So we're gonna play two first place teams tomorrow and for this week, and then we go to Miami. So they gotta. I think they have to. I, I mean, I don't really care what the outcome is. Unless they're like nine back of the wild card after that Tampa Bay series, then I think, or I'm not saying nine exactly, but like something like that, I think they got to make a move because 
like right after that, we're playing Baltimore, Seattle, Kansas City. That's like your chance to strike. And if you can acquire guys to make the offense pretty much like a very big like headache for other teams, you can um pretty much bludgeon those teams and yeah. put 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 yourself in a playoff position before we get back to playing against good teams. Because after that, it's Chicago. Um, we have that one against LA, and then Boston. I mean, yeah, the August schedule is like really kind of light. But, um, yeah. You guys got any last words? Make a no. I think can move Cashman. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I, that that sums it up. Uh, at this point, we won't take it that for granted. But yeah. All right. Well, um, with that, that'll end this episode of the Cool Four Yankees podcast. We want to thank everyone for listening. And we'll see you all next week. Go Yanks. Next week, trade lo- trade deadline is probably going to have passed by the time we're recording next week's episode, which is hopefully not going to be disappointing. So, fingers crossed. Or oh, it's going to be a fun episode. Yeah. Either way, will be. There'll be a lot of emotions. Okay. Happier sides. Go Yanks. Go, Go Yanks. Yanks.